With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And they're walking him with the bases loaded and intentional walk to Barry Bonds. 2 and 2 with the bases loaded and one out. Hey everybody, welcome in. This is the first quick hitter podcast and I just wanted to kind of put it out there and uh, get you guys, give you guys an idea of what to expect. The idea is to kind of piggyback off a buddy of mine, uh, SP Streamer. He's Mike Simeone. He's my co-host on Beer Bourbon Baseball. He also has the SP Streamer podcast and all that. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? Pitchers get a ton of love. I'm going to go ahead and do things on hitters. And although this is going to be more or less a little bit of everything right now there's a few because i'm just gonna go over some news and notes because we haven't gotten anything i just want to give you an idea these are going to be about 10 minutes long maybe 12 because i like to ramble a lot of them are gonna be solo and i'm just gonna go off and talk about daily news and notes strictly pertaining to hitters we're gonna talk about performances hot cold ad drops again it's going to be a 10 to 10 to 12, maybe 15 minute podcast. And they're going to be called quick hitters. It's just going to be a mini series. You're going to see me do daily articles about it. And you're going to see the, uh, the podcast about two or three times a week. And we're just going to jump right into it. And we're just going to talk some notes. And you know what? We'll keep it strictly hitters because this is a quick hitter hitter podcast. Cause everyone's doing freaking pitchers. The hitters need some love too. Let's start with the big news of the day is, um, Puig goes from being signed and we're like jumping for joy to he's not signed because he tested positive for COVID. I'm guessing that obviously because he failed his medical. With that said, I assume that once he passes the uh, exam, once he's negative, I would guess he would sign relatively quickly with the Braves again. I don't see why they wouldn't, but that's the big news. He goes right back to dropping down draft boards because now, you know, he's missing arguably at least a week. You got to think. So he's back to like, I was arguing for him to be above that 280 P entering this draft weekend. Now he's probably back under the 280p because there is that off chance he doesn't sign afterwards right away. But I think he's going to sign relatively quickly. Gregory Polanco tested positive for COVID as well. He's a guy that I was actually coming around on wondering why I had no shares of. And now he's a guy that you have to go back to avoiding because even though there's a little bit of power, a little bit of speed, there's a whole lot of unknown now. We don't know if he's if he's good to go, if he's if he's like asymptomatic or symptomatic, there hasn't been really any details on that. And then moving over to Freddie Freeman, he returned to camp today. I think he'll be full systems go come opening day. So some drafters may have taken advantage of some good uh, draft day value. He might not even climb all the way back up because it's a tight window we're dealing with here. And we don't know if he's at full strength or not yet. I still think the skill set is relatively safe, even with the concerns of of the whole, you know, not being 100% yet, but I think he's there and he's trending upwards. Obviously, he's back on the field. It's always a good sign. Austin Meadows says there's apparently there's uncertainty about him being ready for uh, opening day as well. Another guy that's going to get dinged from being that recently tested positive for COVID, going to get a little ding in drafts. Probably goes from third rounder to about fifth rounder. 
because you got to assume again at this point they're going to miss about a week and missing a week is what 12 percent of the season so that's a guy you just want to kind of uh, stay away from positive news though is Holly kendrick and juan soto have reported and they look to be back into the swing of things i think they're both gonna be ready for opening day so good news there that's awesome to hear draft them as you were i mean soto wasn't really dropping in drafts howie kendrick was kind of already a riser so even if he fell a little bit i don't think he fell too much so i'm gonna go ahead and draft them with full confidence again and uh, go about my business i think Soto's gonna have a monster 60 games first round pick shouldn't even doubt it Jonas cespedes apparently they feel confident or more confident as they see him out there in the outfield to play outfield i should say i don't know if they're gonna play him that much really risk you know injury to keep that power, that big pop in the lineup, but it's the Mets. They won't always do the right thing. DJ LeMahieu just got his first summer camp workout on Friday. That's fine. He's trending upwards. I mean, he was obviously a guy who was falling in drafts again, another guy, because again, anybody dinged with COVID or anybody that has some type of illness right now is getting dinged in drafts, rightfully so. But I would assume that he's gonna gonna uh, he's gonna be almost ready for ready opening day. Probably gonna be ready for opening day. Give these guys a week. They might not be 100%. He might he might start off a little slow. So he might be a good buy low option. A lot of these guys are probably going to play after returning right now. Might start off a little slow. There's going to be a buy low window. Take advantage of it. But LeMahieu right now, and like I said, he's already participating in workouts. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see if he can get up to speed in time. Victor Robles remains absent from National Summer Camp. This was a bigger deal because this is one of your speed options in the middle rounds that I would honestly avoid right now. We don't know what's going on. He's has to uh, pass the COVID-19 intake testing protocol. He hasn't. We don't know what type of shape he's in. There's a lot of unknowns there. So I would not want to go ahead and I would not want to put him on my teams right now. You have uh, Luis Arias, more of a deeper league guy. He left the inner squad game on Friday due to right knee soreness. That's kind of <laughs> like the whole, like he was your batting average guy. If he can't stay healthy or if he's even like a little dinged up, the one thing he offers you, he might not be there to provide. He becomes somebody that you don't even draft or a first drop because you got him turn and burn. He's a guy you can't hold on to or feel that you need to hold on to. Then you you had Frenchy Cordero. Oh, yeah, I forgot this. Frenchy Cordero got traded. I love this deal. My bold prediction, and Twitter loved it apparently, was uh or hand-hated it, that Frenchy Cordero, Cordero will actually outperform Luis Robert this year. And it's a little, again, it's a very bold take. And the reason why... I, I honestly can see is because he should jump into everyday playing time unless it says otherwise. I haven't seen many reports on that yet. I think it's still kind of questionable being that so close to the season. But if he plays every day, he'll be hitting in a similar lineup spot, maybe even better than what Robert's hitting. And then you pair that with that power and speed combo because the, the numbers are off the charts with him. He's a guy who offers the power and speed, but has a lot of swing and miss in his game. Same thing with uh, Luis Robert. Then you throw in the fact that the Royals actually brought Solaire along. And Solaire turned out to be like a breakout guy last year and finally hit on that on that um prospect pedigree and all that that's come with him. You gotta think that maybe they can work the magic with Franchi. I know it's it's hard for them, it's hard for me to say they're gonna work their magic on a guy in a week, but I do think he just fell, fell into everyday playing time. And I think as long as he can stay healthy, he can honestly be a similar producer to a Robert with far less of a cost. We're talking probably 150, 200, 300 picks later. Might He's obviously going to jump up, but he still won't be nearly the price that Luis Robert is and could, in theory, offer the same 
or similar stat line because they have a similar profile with Robert being the better player. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about strictly 2020 over a 60 game crazy season. That was my bold prediction, but there is no, there is no comparing the two beyond like this. I don't think that's, that's like, I just want to make sure it's, 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 it's bold, but I honestly, again, over 60 game season can buy into it. Some good news again, uh, Mankato reported camp. Perfect. A little bit of power, a little bit of speed. A guy that was, you know, breaking out last year, finally coming into his own. A lot of the uh, plate discipline metrics and everything else is kind of backing it. Coming back around this year, and I, I think he's just going to slot right back into that two hole he was in spring training 1.0. And he's going to just be that guy. I think he's going to be ready for opening day. And you can go ahead and draft him. And if you got yourself a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a discount on him, be excited. And Jonathan VR. He's uh, dealing with he's dealing with minor back issues. Never something you want to see, but I think a lot of it's just precautionary at this time. And I wouldn't really think too much other than that, unless more news comes out on it. He's still a speed option in the, in the early what the third fourth round. Not one I'm drafting this year. I think the Marlins trade him, and then he ends up outside of the uh, leadoff spot. And if he's not leading off for a team, that really hurts his value. Because I think he's more of a guy that relies on the extra bats. AJ Pollock acknowledged Friday that he was pre- that he previously did test for COVID or positive for COVID. That explains why he missed the first ten days of summer camp. But he did uh, arrive to Dodger Stadium on Tuesday and should be ready for the beginning of the 2020 season next week. Awesome! And the fact that we actually have baseball in a week, amazing. And Nicholas Castellanos is said to be fine after taking a pitch off uh, pitch to the upper back. I, I mean, people obviously were concerned. Anybody would be concerned. I mean, everyone thinks Castellanos is in for the big breakout, even in the shortened season. So people are going to, people will call him a dark horse MVP candidate. And I can understand why the hit tool is going to play very well in that park. And I think ultimately it's going to be a solid situation for him there. I, I like to see, I'm glad that he's very healthy. And apparently the Rockies are going to Rocky. Matt Kemp has been informed that he will be on the Rockies opening day roster. <sighs> anybody listening to this knows my rants are forever long on the Rockies. I just don't expect them to ever play their young guys like they're supposed to. I don't know if he's actually gonna play often. I mean, it says there, I mean, the speculation is the veteran will likely serve as a backup and or platoon option at DH and both corner outfield spots, AKA the Rockies are going to play him and block other players and block other play, uh, means of playing time in the process. That's exa- That's not exactly what, what you want to hear. But with that said, guys, that is the first of many quick hitter podcasts. Again, it's it's a 15, 10 to 15 minute pro- podcast just discussing hitters. And if it's like, like I said, if I can get it out to you two to three times a week, which I plan to, the news and notes will be shorter. There'll be a lot of quick standout performances, waiver wire stuff, and that that's going to be it so we appreciate appreciate you listening and um talk to you soon